If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. No panties coming off my love is going to cost but ain't no way that you gonna get this for free Bitch, you ain't got to like me. Oh, you and Dwight Fiesta, your man like me. He had me in the car with his hands on my bra, breathing in my face saying, Club 96. Welcome back. Okay. okay. You know what? Welcome back to uh, another episode. That made me very happy. As long as it does. To the read. Yes. I am Lizzo. And I am Meghan Markle. And you know what time it is. That's right, bitch. That we're episode. back. I saw your little painting. Did you? Mm-hmm. What? I don't... I saw uh, don't Blue and Certain Rumi's <laughs> parents okay. in front of your painting. I was just making sure you were referencing, like, you know, the one that Beyonce deliberately yeah. turned and faced, like, you know. You're a melanated Mona. Yes. You know? And, and congratulations on my pregnancy, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. When Beyonce blesses your womb, your fetus is just destined for greatness. This baby inside of me, it's just like, sometimes I just ask God, why me? No, how did he give me this talent? The group text between Sir Rumi, uh, Megan's baby, and uh, Olympia. I know. Oh, I can't wait. The emojis. <laughs> My God. Yes, the emojis alone. And then Blue Ivy at the end talking about why? <laughs> Very much. Get out of my house. I am so tired. I don't know, Bisaye, who told you I needed a crew in my fucking foyer when I got up from my nap. You win, girl. All the things. Like, you you don't have to say thank you all of the time. What even is this fucking award? You could have just sent Julius or Angie or somebody to just read a script. Girl, instead y'all done tow up my whole damn living room, checking mud all on my floors. Get uh, get them out. I, I want them annoyed. gone. I know she's so over it. But I yes, it. welcome back to the read, y'all. Um, so today in Black Excellence, I'd like to give honor to black men in white 
Coats. Okay, this is an organization that was started by pulmonary and critical care physician, Dr. Dale Okorodudu in uh, Texas. Okay, so now this is an organization that basically works to increase the number of black men that pursue careers in medicine. Um, They had a youth summit a few days ago in Dallas at uh, UT Southwestern's Medical Center, and they had a Young black boys of all ages, I think from the third grade level yes, how nice. on up out there with educators and community leaders, our students, parents, doctors, and all things. That is lovely. And they work directly with them in terms of mentorship and giving them resources and access and interest in being a doctor. Because I remember when I was very young, probably around the third grade age myself i was fully telling my family like oh i'm gonna be a doctor because it's like the job oh, you, like wow. save lives and money mm-hmm. and yeah. the huxtables right so yes <laughs> and then by the time i got around to fifth or sixth grade i was like oh that's hard yeah. <laughs> so i'm just gonna be a mess instead when i realized it was more than just the standard four years of college and you had to go to extra college and then like all the work even after you get done with school before you actually become a doctor i said oh no bitch that life is not for me but i love this so much this is a great idea it sounds way better than Steve Harvey's Camp for Boys <laughs> oh we're gonna talk about it <laughs> um, so I just wanted to say a happy Black Excellence and Black History Month yes that's wonderful to uh, those of you involved in this awesome mission you can actually go to blackmenandwhitecoach.org to learn more about it and you know yes future. show them some love and some support future healthcare provider is that Houston in Texas uh, this is Dallas Dallas yeah. Good job, Dallas. But I'm I'll sure it's y'all. expanding all over the place and things like that. Yeah, so. I'm sure it will spread all it. over. That's wonderful. The doctor himself actually said some alarming data came out uh, that the number of black men applying to the field of medicine was uh, decreasing. There were actually less in 2011 than there was in 1978. Our mission is to inspire the next generation of physician leaders and to diversify the field of medicine with a special emphasis on black males. So Nice. That might be because the internet doesn't warned everybody how, about how fucking hard it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, in the girl. 70s, maybe you thought, I'm going to just go to med school. How bad could it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now you can follow doctors who are like, this is the biggest mistake of my life. So, who so, knows? Hey, y'all. We all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they are really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets the charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their crocs to give it you know your own unique flair and fun thank you to crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own crocs that i'm excited to add some gibbets to because i see on the website they have some avatar the last airbender charms so those are going to be the first ones that i stick on the front of these shoes and there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here so this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole here we go be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms that's c-r-o-c-s dot com go get some crocs or if you already have some which you probably do go get some gibbets let's get back to the show Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, 
Check you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlet Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So if you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Um, yes. Let's move on. Okie doke. To our pop culture segment. Not waste too much time, you know. Uh, this segment is called Hot Tops, Fleet Prey Love. So it's an important, it's an important routine to have in your life. Absolutely. You got to do all three. Yes. Every day. Um, so I got on the internet yesterday just to check in with y'all, see whatever fuck shit it is. (laughs) Your bed. Y'all was talking about, oh yeah. Uh (laughs) As soon as I accessed the timeline, it was, it seemed to be, um, it's split in in the discussion, not right down the middle, but of a large majority of y'all. No, not the majority. A large number of y'all were uh, discussing. I'll just say like fellatio involving bodily waste. What? I don't know. Oh, you need to unfollow everybody and start over. Obviously. <laughs> what the. F- Fuck. Okay, the purge. Your timeline went very wrong somewhere. The purge. You got to redo your shit. That is wrong. There were so many of y'all who were talking about, I don't... You know, don't even. Please don't. And then uh, a bunch of y'all were also talking about Tristan Thompson being Tristan Thompson. And so I just wanted to say, I don't give a fuck about this, and here's why you shouldn't either. Because Khloe Kardashian don't give a fuck about this, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. All right. No, okay. So, for the, in case you don't know, the story goes uh, Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian's uh, latest nigga, uh, slash baby father. What's the, their baby is true? Is that the name? Yes. Or truth? Oh, no, I think it's true. Okay. Not truth. Yeah, I think it's true. Truth is a cute name. I knew a girl named Truth. Well, it was her nickname. Because it kind of sounds like Ruth. It does, doesn't it? It's very, I mean, she was very chargy, so <laughs> it, it went. <laughs> she was super honest. So, uh, story goes that Tristan Thompson had some form of a house party in LA, and uh, at a certain point in the night, it got to, um, we're confiscating phone hour, which means that scandal is on the horizon, <laughs> usually. Of course. Um, and in this situation, the particular scandal seemed to be that um, Kylie Jenner's best black, a girl by the name of Jordan Woods. I hate you. Um, seems to be having some form of an affair or a sexual relationship with uh, Tristan Thompson. Whatever relationship it is, it is. Uh, it seems to be int- intimate and inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just a rumor that was taking place on the Insta blogs until Khloe Kardashian, mother of True, 
and her uh, her best black, one of the twins from ATL, Malika, oh, yes. <laughs> hopped into the comments of the story to confirm it, basically with emojis and all caps. So here we are in in the alleged truth of today. Tristan Thompson is still cheating, and <laughs> we are exposed to to these facts. So the reason that I say I don't care is because I know the Khloe Kardashian don't care. Why? She already got her mixed baby. And she don't need that nigga's money. Yeah, not at all. And she fully knew he was cheating on her. And she felt this is what the ninth one you know about. Like it's happened so many times, and I'm just like, first of all, I don't even think that I believe this story because you gotta you gotta double check all the information that comes out of that family first of all, because Christian doesn't reasonable. sleep. So That's you reasonable. gotta just you know everything that comes from them, you gotta look at it twice. You know, peel back the layers to see if what you think is there is really there. But also, like, this girl, isn't she Kylie's best friend? That's what Alex just told me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just don't believe that Kylie Jenner's best friend was sleeping with Khloe Kardashian's Why not? boyfriend. I mean, because, I mean, I'm not saying that you could be you could be one thousand percent wrong. I just I don't, don't I just either, but... I just really don't believe that. It just sounds like they came up with somebody that the fans of the show would know so then the fans would be like super dialed into this information because if it was just some random hoe that he got caught with first of all I'm more likely to believe that last time wasn't there footage of them walking into the hotel lobby or whatever Mm -hmm. see I'm a lot more likely to believe that but also this is why I feel like Kris Jenner manufactured this because that for it to be that girl it's like no, I just don't believe it. I just truly do not believe it that it, this is real. Why don't you just give the nigga a fruit basket and tell him to go? Like we don't. I don't care about this. No, this I do just... not. I really do not give a fuck. That that has to be first and foremost. But you got your mix, baby. You have money. It's not like this nigga losing this nigga would be like losing half of some sort of a power couple no. because. Not at all. I mean, out of the sisters, here's where we are. And then, <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck about Tristan Thompson? That's what like, I'm saying. Like, this is just, uh, that girl, that Jordan girl is beautiful and could surely sleep with anybody she wants. And I just feel like, Chloe's raggedy husband? Why? Even the baby mama he left you for was like, it's cool. Like... <laughs> Nobody cares about this nigga. But maybe it is true because they all some hoes and they stay sleeping with friends, mans, and (laughs) ex-friends. Alex was breaking it down for me earlier. Like, well, you know, Kylie was fucking with such and such and that was Black Tiger and that was Black China's baby daddy and... Duh, I don't know. One of them Justine with, Sky, with, with I Kim's think, was friend, her friend. Something. I don't fucking know. I think Justine Sky was dating either Travis. Yeah, it, yes. It might be true. Whatever. It, I, don't, I don't believe it, but it does not matter. <laughs> even before I considered the fact that it could all just be whatever elaborate bullshit just for, you know, us to talk about Chloe, I guess. Mm. Um, okay. I did believe it. And because, yes, they seem to yeah, be very free with things right. over there which is fine or whatever but I just like if you expect me to and then, care about this yeah, it's no. not even like the more famous ones like I at least cared about Kanye once okay <laughs> you yes know? valid point but I like some Travis Scott music the fact that Chloe I don't even know is who doing, Tristan Thompson pay for well I mean and the fact that Chloe is doing all this on the internet just makes me feel more like this right? is the basis for a storyline than anything else 
because why? Why else would you be encouraging the blogs and liking comments and all that? Like, ain't it usually, oh my God, me and my family, we just want our privacy. Because usually when they get tired of their niggas, they go on, they, 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 usually when they get tired of the nigga and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to excommunicate you from the empire. Right. Then it's like, okay, here's the story. Of why we don't fuck with this Yes, bitch and then we're going to put this plan into motion. Right. right. Something so. that, But saying that Tristan Thompson cheated is not going to harm his image because we already know that he does that. So, I don't know. Like, no one's... Yeah. Oh, these white folks just love to give us their fake drama for, for our entertainment. They love it. Speaking of drama, um, uh, Cardi B has returned to Instagram um Finally. social media and things like that <laughs> it's just been so long i don't know what feening for some more cardi b coverage um she's a new song oh yes with bruno a new single with bruno mars who looks like what were the boys called in west side story <sighs> really what was what was the gang yeah the boy gang what, what was, was their the- name I don't want to say rockets or something. No, stupid. not rockets. It's the the sharks and the jets. There you go. It's two different gangs. That's right. They hated each when other. You're and a shit. jet. You're a jet all the way. Oh, <laughs> classic stuff. Yeah. Oh, I used to love that show. I need to go home and watch it. Um. So they have a new song. Uh, Cardi's latest single. I guess she's diving right into album two. Mm-hmm. Cardi's mm-hmm. like, listen, you bitches are so concerned with me trying to take somebody else's spot or be the queen of rap or whatever. Right. I know that this shit could be super temporary. I'm getting all the bags that I can so that my family and my kids and my grandkids and great great grands don't have to worry about nothing. Right. I don't give a fuck if you don't like none of this shit I'm putting out. People are buying it and I'm rich. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Me too. I am absolutely fine with Cardi doing whatever she wants to do because I enjoy everything that she puts out i, I enjoy most of the things she puts out as I don't well also love this new song i don't really love this new song really i like it a lot what yeah you like a bruno mars song it's not a bruno mars song first of all it's a cardi b song but bruno, mars, bruno mars but he is in peak bruno mode all over this song i he can't sounds believe- great but he always sounds great but i mean yes hate. but i've never denied that he sounds great i just just i this feels less let your soul like it feels like I mean it's still like that 90s vibe the Jodeci he wanna be Bruno Mars wanna be a Jodeci so bad he is sick for now he missed out on his opportunity for now (laughs) I believe that when I said I said on you know what don't even get me revved no let's rev you I went on the Twitter and I said oh this Cardi B and Bruno song is so good or something along that lines and all of the girls came at me with their shady gifts like I said that Bruno Mars was Beelzebub like nigga I have said <laughs> that he's talented before yes you have I'm just shocked that you actually like this song because I think it sounds good I mean it sounds fun but I just wasn't a fan I preferred her Tatiana remix verse <laughs> that nigga cannot rap at all God that damn. song <laughs> And put it in a box. No. Hop I on a love boat, Tatiana. Sail into the middle of the ocean and toss that But I off. only like the hook. I hate every portion. No, I love it. Of that record. Bust down, Tatiana. It is awful. <laughs> I want to see you bust down. The young man who the song belongs to. Is the one that we don't want to hear. Like everybody is is interested in all of these remixes, mm-hmm. but his 
version of the song. If he would just do no, because he can't rap. He cannot rap. It's very bad. I cannot stress that enough. It's really terrible to hear this nigga chasing the beat with his elementary ass words, and it's just really it's fucking full sprint trying to catch up. Yeah, I can't say enough bad things about his verses, but he raps like white slaps, nigga. Bust down, Tatiana. Bitches love that. He rap on the one and the three. It was Cardi said she'd be at home with her baby, Mamiana. That was so cute. And then, you know, she said some vulgar things. <laughs> she said she'd be clapping on that dick. That song was shady. Was it? I'm that trying to song think of who exactly was a she shady, came for. Over the knee, hateration, right. holleration. Now you got dude. me wondering what I missed. <laughs> that song, I don't know, maybe it was just me. I but mean, anyways, she certainly could be. I wouldn't put it past her, but song's fucking awful. I hate all the versions. Damn, of it. that's too bad. I um, fucking love it. I saw um, your ex dad's been just put out her version. I haven't listened to it yet. Did though. she put it out? Because I actually had to unfollow her on Instagram for working my fucking nerves and playing with well, my feelings. That old, I shouldn't call her old. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't do Bernice like that. No, I actually didn't care about putting Bernice in the video. I mean, I am also way too old <laughs> for young and like, way too old. I'm probably closer to Bernice's age than than young moms to be honest that's true but she she keep doing this childish shit this I mean she's uh, a child right that's why I was like Crystal, you're getting annoyed with and a child a for acting like a child. Nigga. <laughs> but she just, like, she does this, oh, I'm going to put out the, see, at first she was like, I'm going to put out the Tatiana verse when the stubborn ass video gets to one and a half million views. And then it was two million views. And then it was three million views. Oh, so you're mad at the bitch for not putting it out as, yes, as soon when as the you fuck wanted. She, no, not when I, as soon as I want, when the fuck you said. And so then we all go watch <laughs> oh, it on YouTube. No. And then she be, no, because it's like the fifth time now, now she's like, oh. I'll put out the verse when I if I get a hundred thousand comments on this post like nigga you know what I'm not doing this no more I'll listen on the fucking blogs when it come out but you are stressing me out constantly lying to me about when I'm gonna hear this you know niggas wanna hear this <sighs> I couldn't take it no more I enjoy I couldn't the, the she's stressing me out I'm not I'm not dealing with with Liz I'm not dealing with studs this year I would not go out of my way to listen to Please Me because I'm not really yeah, a no. big fan of rap love songs anyway. Me either. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, Song Cry is like the closest. That is probably mm. my favorite Jay-Z song. And the it's closest I'll get to like, oh, this is a great rap love Balladesque, is whatever. it? It's just a nigga acting like a nigga. Yeah, I mean, it because is. but the production is beautiful because, and it's heartfelt. Because the woman you've been doing wrong finally was like, you know, I'm done with this foresight. <laughs> okay, like yo, you should have listened to yourself, my nigga. On the run too was so real when that shit came on. It was like, oh yes, I'm lifting my phone up into the sky, yeah, my oh, light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, I love this fucking song so much, and B, I hope you feel the lyrics. <laughs> A lot of these songs, you're like, oh, shit, bitch. Right. In hindsight, y'all niggas done been through it. But anyway. um, Go Cardi. Steve Harvey. Nope. <clears throat> Thank you. Next. Mr. Hightower spoke to People Magazine about how he did Monique and the bullshit that he was talking about. And it's longer than I care to read, but I think that... <sighs> Of the three paragraphs I'm looking at, he sort of repeats himself through all of it. So I'll just read the last one because it sort of sums up everything he's saying anyway. Okay. It says, I shouted out and it happened. I I shouted out and it happened. Okay. I regret it, but I want young people, the kids that come to my camps, the young people that I mentor, the, the, the young the people that, that he sent 
Paula Deen down yes. to, to teach <laughs> to to culinary skills right. directly after her nigga game. Yes. As <laughs> soon as she got fired, Steve Harvey was like, don't worry, white woman, here I come. But we love you and Burner so much. We want you to go and teach these black women. Like, this nigga. Couldn't call all of the black chefs. So many black that chefs. That we like know of. So many. I like, mean, right there on ones. the Food Network. Like, you don't even have to go for the obscure hoes. Like, where is Aisha Curry? Like, Roble cooks and them. like plays rap music. The kids would have left him way more than you Paula Deen's old ass. Any of them. Any of them. But, you know, Steve Harvey and Good Sense don't go with one another. <sighs> the fans that really respect me. Where they at? <laughs> to know just. <laughs> To know to just charge that one to my head and not to my heart. Bitch, that's such an old nigga no, thing No, nigga. Because in my heart, that is not what I have asked anyone Fuck to do. Fuck you. <laughs> I've lived my whole life as a man of integrity. <laughs> and I will stand on that. But I was really just talking about the method that they went about doing what they did. And that was it. I didn't know Monique went by nigga, they. What? Right, what is he even saying? Like, Monique does not go by that. <laughs> right. Monique has never made that statement. So, mm, mm. so Steve Harvey wants you to know that... Um, How can you always be a man of integrity, but then also be hollering at Monique about sometimes you got to choose the bag? Is there an apology? Is there an apology in that? Did he apologize for the fucking talking to her like she was a child? No, you don't see it. Mm, okay. He says I take full responsibility for it. It came out my mouth, so I can't say that I didn't say it. But to people that really know me, I have lived my whole life as a man of integrity. But this isn't what I don't feel like we're dragging. It's you literally from. that's what he says. He's like, so I was loud and and way too much, and I was being incredibly disrespectful to this woman. Right. But at the same time, I'm not really like that. And if you don't see it, well, but, I've always lived like uh, lived as a man with integrity. So, but, to the fans that really respect just me, don't, but that ain't the same. Like you mistreating women or talking to women like their kids doesn't mean you don't have integrity with like your business matters or whatever. Although I also highly fucking doubt that. But that's not integrity is not the word that you need in here. Maybe I'm not a misogynist. That maybe would have worked a little bit better, but then Steve Harvey also cannot, if he knows the word and can get it out, he certainly does not like agree with that statement. (laughs) He would be like, I am a misogynist, actually. (laughs) Have you read any of my books? Have you heard any of my stand up? Okay, great. I don't. All right, Steve. This, he must have did this for the benefit of them white folks, although I don't know why. It's not like they care about Monique. Isn't his show getting chopped and replaced by somebody else anyway? Yeah, I think Um, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, so. And I'm a lot more likely to look at that. I love Kelly Clarkson. To be fair, I love me some Kelly. This bitch put out a whole album about being fat and eating biscuits. (laughs) I was like, yes, bitch, sing to me. And her baby has a black doll. What? Yes. She's not dumb like Chloe. (laughs) Remember when Chloe got on the internet asking for biracial baby dolls? She wanted one in her baby's color. Like, girl, it's a million fucking dolls in true Kardashian's color. What are you talking about? I heard about this and immediately erased it from my brain. (laughs) This was just a few weeks ago. For self-care. It wasn't that long ago. I don't know anything about what you're talking about. She, well, maybe it was like late last year, but she got on the internet talking about she wanted a baby doll for, for true, a sweet, brown doll or something like that it's like there are no biracial like these dolls don't come with a white mom and a black daddy so that you know that they're mixed just get you a fucking brown doll and go bitch first of all I don't even know that much about the doll baby community (laughs) 
I be ask quite quite. You can for real get a doll that looks like damn near yes, any kind of baby you definitely today. Can. And you don't need to ask the internet for that. You don't. Like you could have done a simple Google and found a light skinned baby doll. Google, you could have asked your fucking sister who has three mixed kids. <laughs> it don't make no goddamn sense. What do you or mean? Or you could have just got the fucking baby a brown doll. Just a, any old brown doll. Or you're a fucking Kardashian. You could custom make a doll. I knew you wanted to Probably out of real bitch. people's skin. You could do whatever you wanted to do. I'm like, this is so stupid. But what were we talking about? You baby to have braids and not have to deal with cultural appropriation comments. <laughs> I know. Like, don't, just get her a fucking brown. Oh, but a- yes, Kelly Clarkson's baby has a black doll. And I was like, okay, Kelly, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I don't see too many white folks giving their kids brown oh, never. or black dolls. They would never even get, if somebody brought their baby a brown doll, they would get rid of it. Man, I watched one video where these people, I think they pranked these little girls with black baby dolls. Which is so fucked up anyway. Right. It's like a Christmas present. To... But the older one was like, ew. Like, she was turning her nose up, but she knew not to say, like, she knew it was impolite to say something. The younger one was like, just in tears. Like, bitch, I don't <laughs> want that ugly ass, black ass nigger doll. Get it the fuck from around me. I was like, yo, y'all are raising tiny little racists. This is terrible. I'm dragging mine. That's what the fuck I would know. So yeah, Kelly Clarkson taking Steve's spot, and I'm not mad at that. Me neither. Um, uh, Tamar Braxton won the Big Brother, the the Celebrity Big Brother. Um, <laughs> let me tell you something. Until that headline came out, I did not know Big Big Brother was a competition. Listen, do I you thought it was like the real out, world. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe a little over a year ago. I did not know at all. Like <laughs> they have challenges. I think I found out when when New York did Celebrity Brother in the UK. Oh, okay. So like Big Brother. Yeah. Because I saw, like, and mind you, I never, like, watched it. I sometimes, like, looked at, like, little cans and stuff. But most of the stuff that I saw of New York was all of the clips and the memes that you can find on the internet right now. Right, right. But I would see her, like, in the middle of games or competitions and stuff or challenges. Mm. I was like, oh, wait. They... They compete. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, you get voted out the house. <laughs> oh, this is like a game, game. Oh, I did not. See, I didn't know none of that. I thought it was just a bunch of washed up celebrities in a house with a camera on. I honestly thought that it was just people. Because I know that there was one that wasn't celebrities. Like there's a regular yeah. Big Brother. So I thought it was just about going into the house like the real world. And then you, when people get on your house or you don't like them, you can send them home. Damn, maybe I don't know nothing about this show because I thought it was people. I really don't know how it Move into a house with like 24-7 surveillance. Like they that do. was the thing. The cameras are never off. That's the thing. And people, I thought people could like log on and watch you. You can. Okay, so we, okay. So we, we piecing this show, like show that's together. The, right. <laughs> bit by bit. That I always it. knew about okay. it. I just never knew that there was a game involved. It, no, me either. Never knew there was any sort of competition aspect to this show at all. Still can't tell you how it works, but how I know it's right? a game What does now? she do to win? <laughs> Okay, we ain't never gonna know. Probably just had everybody be like, I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> I'm tired. I can't do it. Let me out. Um, well, good job, Tamar. Yeah, good for her. I heard that she was playing the game. Like, she was taking it very seriously. Apparently, she's been a fan of Big Brother and stuff like that. Um, also in the house with her uh, was Candy. There were, like, a lot of people. You know who told me? Asante mm-hmm. told me, like, a lot yeah, of... Good. You know, Anthony Scaramucci was on the fucking house? What? Uh, that don't shock me, though. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it shouldn't. It but shouldn't. It, I mean, it should, but it doesn't. I mean, 
I was about to say, but weren't you like, what was he, press secretary for two and a half days? What even role did Donald Trump give him? Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, Donald Trump also loves reality TV. He should have known Anthony Scaramucci was going to run for uh-huh. the cameras. Mess. Donald Trump is reality TV. Oh, don't get me started. Um, the Space Force bullshit? Boy, if you don't sit the fuck down. <laughs> I said, are we spending real dollars on this? <laughs> so, do you know that Steve Carell and the creators of The Office are making that into a show? What? Called Space Force on Netflix. Help me, God. Oh, I, I can't wait. cannot Because of your wait. black ass, I'll be watching The Office reruns oh, whenever fantastic. I see them on TV. Oh, it's fantastic. But only if Steve Carell is still on. I don't like the ones without him. Oh, yeah. It's not Although the there are a lot of people that I recognize. I'm like, okay, a lot of y'all maybe not, didn't get your start on The Office, but you... A lot yeah, of people yeah. are popping from a the office. A lot of yeah. people did a lot of those climb cast members, to, yes. to fame through the office. Mindy yes. Kaling and that sweet little white girl, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yes. Whatever her name is. Even, oh God, now I don't forgot all their names. That one nigga who works in the warehouse. <laughs> I'm like, I have seen you in a lot Craig. of places. Yes. A lot of people, but um, um, I can't wait. Steve Carell's hilarious, so I will definitely I, be looking at that. I will absolutely take it if it's even like the, it could literally be the same style as the office, but like whatever space force is <laughs> like, I will take, they don't even have to try and like, we don't want it to be too much like the office because that's no, y'all could do the exact same shit in a mm-hmm. different place. Like yes. I don't give a fuck. I'll like, watch it. I'm going to I watch really, this. I will binge the whole season and be mad at myself the same day for it being done. that it ain't no more episodes oh my goodness I just finished Sex Education on Netflix it's such a good show Sex Education it's like a like a British comedy drama oh you know what somebody posted a clip of that on Instagram and Smegma came up so I just clicked right off of it I said Smegma I don't remember a Smegma episode maybe I'm thinking of something else maybe god damn you know what maybe there's more than one sex show on Netflix and I'm thinking of something maybe this is the first dating show the first date show oh that one I haven't watched I know what you're talking about I saw a clip of that as well and I was like oh absolutely not I'm good on that a white man shouting me down on a date bitch No thanks. I will go full of Koye in this bitch. Y'all no, don't want this. Sex education was was something different. Okay, I need um, to watch the one with Mary J. Blige in it, The Umbrella Academy. Oh, The one. Umbrella Academy is what I'm moving on to yes, next. That one is coming. Highly recommended. Uh, Aunt Mary was the reason. As soon yes, as I of heard about her of being course. in it, and then I checked out the comics and um, Ellen Page. I love loved, her. Um, and her, <laughs> her impassioned and beautiful speech that was meant to be promotion for the Umbrella Academy. What show was that? Was that Colbert? Did she go on Colbert? Wait. She was on a late night show and I want to say it was Colbert. Um, But she was supposed to be promoting the Umbrella Academy and ended up talking about that nectarine in the White House (laughs) and a bunch of other shit. And it was just (laughs) so like, like it felt so real and so genuine and it was really emotional and she's just dope and awesome. And I think that she's the best. Um, Great. So don't let me down. Just, Come on, nice Ellen. You are last Ellen. And then, I mean, my word. Because this other one, I don't know what she's on. 
Um, so yeah, watch those things. They're great. I need y'all to watch Sex Education so we can talk about it because I don't want to spoil things, but it like moved me. It was funny and I cried. And also I need season two right now. Well, that's how I feel about Love After Lockup. You need to watch it so we can talk about it because it is high quality television. Niggas, only two episodes left in the season. What is you doing? It's even better than last season. We didn't even talk about why Tamar Braxton came out. Well, we don't care. And we said congratulations. I mean, Lindsay Lohan came out of Rutgers. What? Because her mama was in the house and her mama lost and she got upset. And so then she said something about on Instagram about her mama telling her more to the story. Some cryptic, stupid bullshit. And then she tweeted at Tamar and deleted it, obviously. And it says, congrats, God bless you, but you are not any friend of women. You're deceptive and conniving. And so this is... Hashtag RR. I don't know what RR means. Money is more to you than being a strong woman. Hashtag sadness. Bless you. Happy Valentine's Day. Karma super hit. Tony Braxton immediately responded and said, Lindsay, stay out of it. <laughs> um, Girl, all of this for a celebrity big brother? Really? <laughs> I didn't know that they keep the money. I thought it was like, when you know, typically when celebrities do game shows, they do it for charity. They donate their winnings to charity. I didn't know that they keep the money. How much did Tamar win? 500 grand. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> so Dana, that's was, Dana was like, bitch, I need it. <laughs> I fucking want it. I don't know what that beach club in Mykonos yeah, is doing. Lindsay need to worry about her, her beach club show on MTV. It looks a mess. Lindsay, we just saw you try to scoop somebody's kids up off the street. Oh, on Instagram Live. Let's not forget that whatever jig that was, she busted in them in that pantsuit or whatever. <laughs> whenever she, <laughs> Lindsay, right? Uh, I think I saw that. We'll joke never have Mean Girls, thick, healthy Lindsay Lohan back. We'll never have that again. <sighs> That's probably the best it can get for um, you. Yeah, perhaps. Um. So uh, quickly, the NFL has settled with Colin Kaepernick and with Eric Reed. It's the least that they can do yes, in their uh, collusion <laughs> grievances. Collusion grievances, yes. So Mark Garagos, um, and this is supposed to be a joint uh, statement, but I don't see how. But anyway, it says, uh, official statement. For the past several months, counsel for Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Reed have engaged in an ongoing dialogue with the representatives of the NFL, meaning we told them that we weren't going anywhere. You hoes know what you did. Yes. And bitch, we're not backing down. Give up the things. Yes. We have everything that we need. What do you want? I'm a, that's not, okay. As a result of <laughs> those discussions, the parties have decided to resolve the pending grievances. The resolution of this matter is subject to a confidentiality agreement, of course, so there will be no further comment by any party. The uh, NFL Players Association also released a statement and said, Today we are informed by the NFL of the settlement of the Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed collusion cases. We are not privy to the details of the settlement, but support the decision by the players and their counsel. We continuously supported Colin and Eric from the start of their protests, participated with their lawyers throughout their legal proceedings, and were prepared to participate in the upcoming trial in pursuit of both truth and justice for what we believe the NFL and its clubs did to them. We are glad that Eric has earned a job and a new contract, and we continue need to hope that Colin gets his opportunity as well. So that's the status of things at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Nike would like you to buy their new limited edition Kaepernick shirt. <laughs> the of meantime, course they would. It's them... $150 American dollars. And it's probably sold out. I'm sure I can't get one. I didn't even look. <laughs> the fuck else. You know what? When I first saw this story, I thought for the NFL to settle out of court, that means... 
And with all the money that Absolutely. people have, they knew, bitch, if we take this to trial, facts, <laughs> it's going to be so much worse. Yes. And so there must be. It just, must be bad. It must be and blatant on top of that. Like, maybe, it's probably just a group chat with all the owners being like, not that nigga. Absolutely. Not over here. Not that nigga. Mark walked up to the girls and said, here are the printouts of the emails as well as the iMessage. Yes. Okay. So what do you want to do? I, I just hate know. that we don't know the exact dollar amount, but I bet it's huge. Like, probably, if I had to guess, probably over 150 or 200 million. I mean, I'm sure it's massive. Again, I feel like that's the least. I mean, and for real, for these people, that is a drop in the bucket. Hey, Especially because the NFL is a tax-exempt organization. I'm pretty sure. Yes. So, no sh- no tears shed over here on behalf of them rich-ass white men. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick for maintaining his integrity, his standards, and still securing the bag. <laughs> Absolutely. through the fucking There was a tweet about how Steve Harvey must just be like, wow, nigga, so it is possible? So, you can? <laughs> you can stick to your morals and make what? money? What? That's a good one. Because I'm sure if you asked Steve Harvey when Colin first started kneeling, he would have been like, that nigga need to get up and go run the ball. All I'm saying is, <laughs> there's a way that you do <laughs> But so. he would have never yelled at Colin like he did Monique as a man. Touched. Okay. Never. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, please. Hand. And let that light skin rage come in. Boy, you ain't finna play with that young man. Sir, I'm already frustrated. I'm, sir, I'm big as fuck. Like, I'm very tall. Don't do this. I'm very athletic. I'm muscular. Don't do this. Obviously, I don't know next to anything for real about NFL or his chances of getting back in the NFL or no. if he should even or what. But no. at the very least, I am glad that they settled and we can revel in the fact that y'all bitches was wrong. And you know that she was wrong and haha. I mean, no. count it as a blessing. You got all that money plus no more injuries, no more risk of CTE, no more white fans or really fans in general because NFL fans are terrible. You know, just acting an ass on the streets or in the middle of like... <laughs> I don't know. Could y'all hear that just now? Did y'all hear that? Okay. Well, let's just keep it going. Yeah, I'll go back in the streets. I'll go back and listen. But yeah, people people act an ass in the stands when you walking out and you lose. They act an ass on social media when you lose, and uh, don't let it be anything close to the quarterback's fault. So I'm just like, you know what, Colin? You got all your money, and you don't have to deal with none of that dumb bullshit no more. So go you. Go do something else. Go do something fun. Yeah, babies. Build some schools or some shit. (laughs) He probably is. You know, that's a good man. God bless him. Lord, don't let him turn around and fuck up. Please. After we done said all these good things. Please. (sighs) Don't let him be like, and also, fuck hashtag me too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please don't. Like, what? I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I just, I can't. No more men disappointing me. Although, if you want to get real about something that's really going to break your heart. Nikki told me it's a... A Michael Jackson documentary coming out. And oh, I heard about this. Like new details and new testimony about some of the things that he. If it's did. that Wade Robson thing, they already. I don't think him. it is. I think it's new stuff. Oh. I mean. I think we're just going to have to. I'm a human being. Gonna, I'm ready to. Yeah, I think we're going to have to reckon with it. It's just going to be very difficult for a lot of people because. You know, Michael Jackson was Michael who Jackson? Michael Jackson was, right. But I think we're going to have to, so I think that's airing next week. I'll be underground <laughs> because I'm certain that the internet at the bare least is going to blow the fuck up once this documentary airs. But, you know, I think a lot of us are going to have to be like, damn, you know, 
I'm grown and I'm going to have to look at this like a grown person and accept things for I'm what they are. I'm prepared to do that. Yeah, me too. As difficult as it may be, like Michael Jackson was still just a human being and humans fuck up and there's nothing wrong with being honest about that. So, we'll see. Um. So... <sighs> So this Gucci um, thing is still uh, a moment. And Gucci is doing their very best to convince you niggas that they didn't mean to offend you niggas. Lord. Um, Before we get into that, though, this has spawned uh, a new era in the T.I. Floyd Mayweather feud. How? Because apparently T.I. was... I think he considered himself to be... Like the face of the boycott. I don't know what of the Gucci boycott work. I don't know. Okay, so I know that Ti was one of like the is rappers, he, people in hip hop who did take to Instagram and declare uh, a Gucci boycott. I know that um, Waka Flocka also did it. I think like a couple of niggas did it. There were like a couple of niggas who were like, okay. "We're not buying." Any Tammy probably made Walk do that. Like, nigga, you ain't got Gucci money no more. Stop playing with me. Um. So, as you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather was spotted by TMZ, or he probably called them niggas, and then was like, oh my God, I love Gucci. Don't nobody tell me what to do. I ain't no follower. I ain't no fucking bitch. I'm about to buy the whole fucking shop out. Okay, whatever the nigga. fuck. So, do you know that T.I. released a Floyd Mayweather diss record because of this? No, I certainly don't. Called Fuck Nigga. Let me show you the cover. I'm finna just look up the lyrics. Yeah, I'm not even gonna play any of it. But the idea that T.I. is calling somebody out for being a fuck nigga oh. is a little too ironic. <laughs> I can't really handle that. Oh. Plus, did you really go, Did you, you took this whole boycott Gucci campaign to Instagram where 97% of active users cannot afford Gucci any fucking way? Niggas are not out here in Gucci outfits, Gucci mm. anything really, because ain't nobody got no honey. The H and M boycott hurt way more feelings yes. than this Gucci shit. Yes, when niggas was like, "Wait a minute, no more twelve ninety nine pants, bitch." Let's rethink this. Um, <laughs> I get my whole summer wardrobe out of H and M, bitch. Don't play with me. I got these jeans for ten dollars. Gucci, it's very easy to boycott something you're not buying no damn way. Um, so he released some diss record called Fuck Nigga, and um, from there, one of Floyd Mayweather's uh, DJs or something like that called T.I. out and said that it's not about Gucci. T.I. is only targeting Floyd Mayweather because of Tiny. And that whole story from way back in yesteryear. No way he's still in his feelings about that. Of course, uh, T.I. denies that. And he said on uh, his Instagram that uh, ain't nobody exempt. I got real friends that I went against. You think you're going to be the exception? It real simple. All you had to do is... There you go. Yes. <laughs> it real simple, bro. All you had to do is say no comment, bro. Even if you decide to go and shop Gucci, all you had to do is say no comment, bro. You went out your way. You went out your way. You went out your way. You went and did that because of me. It's like a cross between North Dallas and rural Georgia. I tried. Yeah, I, I mean, it's do. better than mine. You know, I can't do accents, but... It was real simple, bro. I don't know, I can't. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> it was a pretty good effort. At one point in the video, he turns the camera, like, to his side and puts it on Tiny, who said... I don't know if they're at, like, the, the, the oh, cheesecake. Lord. What is this? Ruby Tuesday? I don't know where the fuck these <laughs> niggas is at. Please! 
they're out somewhere and he like turns and puts the camera on her and he says something like if she wanted to be with that man right now she could go I don't got no problem yeah, okay. like, sure. sure, <laughs> and Tiny is like what are they talking about <laughs> like, it's like, why did you even put her on again? you guys just can't I'm over here eating my fucking crab legs man they're saying can't... I put this song out on Brad Bird cause he said I'm mad about him like <laughs> no sir but the fact that he said that Floyd Mayweather went on his way and did that because of him makes it like you're implying that Floyd Mayweather went and did that whole Gucci cooning shit yeah. as a way to like get out a ri- rise out of you. But why? Because right. you're the face of the boy. <laughs> like I'm confused. Right. Me too. And on the one hand, I'm like, you really are giving yourself a lot right now for no good reason. But on the other hand, I'm like, Floyd Mayweather is also a dumbass. And you know what? Maybe he did do this just to get under T.I. skin. Either way, it's stupid. Right. Because why did, did it, it work? Why did it work? You <laughs> too old for this you really let a nigga bait you by putting on some Gucci clothes after you said you was gonna boycott Gucci he put a diss record up. no wait I have to show you the cover of the, re- the record okay. though, it's pretty funny hold on let me T.I. fuck nigga yeah it's brand I mean well Whoa. God only knows that's not gonna take if you if I just drop dead to. out of nowhere my Google search history is <laughs> no one will understand like what is this okay images so it's like basically do you see it it's not this picture, right? Him with the Gucci thing. <laughs> they put the Gucci uh, sweater over They put the Gucci balaclava on his face. And is that his mugshot? Oh, damn. Now that's rude, T.I. It's no, plenty of your mugshots to choose from. No, that's great. I don't mind it. I mean, it's, the thing is, it's not even like good rap battle mess because Floyd Mayweather don't. Oh, well, I hope he don't rap. Do we rap? You know what? Let's move. I don't even want it. <laughs> I hope that don't happen. Gucci, on the other hand, took to their Instagram uh, and <laughs> announced the following. Gucci's first four initiatives and in a long-term plan of actions designed to further embed cultural diversity and awareness in the company. Now, I read over each of these little parts in the first of four initiatives okay. and laughed my ass off because... This in itself is a gag, and it's so telling. Um, There's one part about it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. You can literally go to Gucci's Instagram. It's still there. Um, One, okay, so it says, one, talent hiring global and regional directors for diversity and inclusion. The second thing is multicultural design scholarship program, which I liked, which is the only thing that I liked. Yes. And then uh, global learning, diversity and inclusivity awareness program for all of their employees, and then a global exchange program. So other than the scholarship program, the reason I laughed is because it's like, why don't y'all have these things already? Yeah, that's a really good question, Gucci. Why don't y'all have this? And really putting money back into the community or having events, workshops, training sessions, what the fuck ever, anything where young designers of color can come in and learn something from Gucci. Y'all should have also been done had that. Gucci was founded in the 20s, I think. Gucci is a global company. You mean to tell me in all these years, y'all ain't never once thought maybe we should focus on diversity, on diversity and well, inclusion and... Let me just read some of what this stuff says. Gucci's working... So global and regional directors for diversity and inclusion. Gucci's working to not only hire talented and diverse candidates, but also create positions within the company whose sole responsibility would be to ensure the company reaches these standards. Why don't you have that? Yes. They don't make no sense. Okay. And then now... The Multicultural Design Scholarship Program, like you just said, yes, could have been done and probably Mm -hmm. would have saved some coins at the end of the year. I don't know. But 
It says Gucci is launching a multicultural design scholarship program cultivating new talent. In partnership with fashion schools around the world, this 12-month fast track program will aim to amplify opportunities for underrepresented groups of talent, leading to full-time employment to create a more diverse and inclusive workplace on an ongoing basis. The schools of focus will be in the following cities: New York with Harlem in uh uh parentheses. We're going to Harlem, girl. Harlem specifically, so Dapper you know. Dapper Dan will be running your school. Yes. <laughs> Nairobi, New Delhi, Beijing, is, I don't know how Hangzhou Hangzhou okay Seoul, Tokyo Beirut, London and Dubai so that I thought was cool that is it um, is that's very fucking cool but something that Gucci should have been thought of could have been done <laughs> cute I like it but the rest of this a gl- global learning diversity and inclusive inclusivity awareness program basically the, th- the same awareness. thing that the same thing that Starbucks did for all their employees when them niggas got dragged out of that Starbucks for no reason yes so the same thing 18,000 global employees uh, beginning in May to the end of June are going to have to learn how to, not to be racist. Basically. This is, listen, girl, this is the, <laughs> this is the first of four initiatives. Y'all could have, but every, I feel like when I worked at Walmart, Target, basically every job, part of the on-ramp process is watching a bunch of boring videos about filling out your time card, filling mm-hmm. out your W-2, and then a bunch of videos that they make you, like when you work in food service, they yeah. make you look at like, bitch, this is how you safely wash food. Yep. And this is how you wash dishes. And mm-hmm. uh, and then you also watch the, this is how not to sexually harass somebody at work. The don't be a dickhead. This is how not to be racist yeah. to your black and Latina co-workers. Yes. Like, so why didn't Gucci Ben, y'all just never thought it was a problem? Especially because the conversation of, of, racism within fashion it's like itself is not new like it happens Mm -hmm. all of the time yeah from people whether it's like designers or models who are discussing racist incidents that have happened to them or it's some uh part of the line or some fabric some outfit some accessory that itself is explicitly racist none of this is new it's not so it's like how are you just now when your ass is in the fire being like maybe we should tighten up and like do some mm, so work we, on some diversity. We're just ultra racist this time, you guys. We got to tighten it up. <laughs> oh, no, sis. I mean, a good effort, but I'm just not... I don't feel motivated by that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not... But, the bigger problem for us, like, in my opinion, for, for black and brown people is that we have this need, and it's not exclusive to just us, but I know how it is with us to feel validated by having this stuff. You know, a lot of shit across the board when it comes to high fashion and designer stuff is ugly. Like, Oh, like, yeah. And I'm not spending $3,000 on an outfit. I have to love love <laughs> nigga love a lot of this shit to be looking at the price tag and be like sure you know what I'm saying and I go that you only gonna wear once on Instagram you do you be shopping okay and you some of the stuff especially like some of the stuff is very classic and it can last a long time a good bag you can pass down to your great grandkids if you take care of it and shit like that but we have to invest more in ourselves there's so many dope ass young black designers older black designers male female design like mm-hmm. you have so many people that if we had more flow well Floyd Mayweather is stupid but it was like <laughs> if we had people who poured money and resources and access and just 
any kind of like yeah. visual support because we decide what's fly. Like it's people who aren't it's black true. who only buy Gucci because Migos wear it on every fucking concert stage they perform yes. at or whatever. Like we're we're at the cornerstone of popular culture and style. Right. So we could easily be like, oh, um, so Keisha from Bankhead, <laughs> she has been making the best sweaters since saying. like as long as I know. Her does. shit is so fly. And um Y'all should have been had Keisha ass up in here. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Bitch been making whole outfits from my mama basement. Like, Ben should have. So, you know, I'm going to let the fashion people have this. I am really a, you know, every now and then see some cute thing and be like, oh, okay, I'll get that. But, you know, keeping up with the fashion weeks and the spring summer collections and all that but I'm not doing all that bullshit bitch I'm gonna be right down at the Target I'm gonna be right online at ASOS and Loft and all regular bitch stores I'm not doing all that I'm gonna let y'all have it you people with with sparkly clothes um uh, what is your read I don't really have a read. I'm just going to make my statement about this Jussie Smollett situation Great. and then I'm going to be done. So uh, let's uh, take a break and we'll be right back. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey y'all, daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right, ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash The R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. 
Okay, so we're back and it is now time for listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic. Who? Chris Hemsworth. Who is Chris Hemsworth? Thor. That doesn't mean anything to you. Thor. Let me just... Oh, wait, hold on. I don't even have to look at it. I know that white boy. The one with the long hair. Right? Yeah. The long blonde hair? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, we do have an update this week from um, Persia. I'm not sure if that was what? her name on the... <laughs> you wish. <laughs> the girl who was talking about the noise complaints that her neighbor was filing against her for having sex in her apartment. Oh, right. So, um, she said, because, like Kid Fury, I am petty, I began calling in noise complaints on my neighbor anytime I could hear sounds coming from their apartment. You know, effective. She plays music during the day, and although it is not that loud, I've called in for noise complaints on her simply because I can. And then she posted a transcript of a conversation they had where she was like, bitch, you need to not stop calling the, the you know, leasing office on me. And she was like, bitch, you need to stop calling it on me. So... Um, the, nothing got resolved. They still hate each other. Yep. <laughs> she said, I, I got in my car and drove off after that. Not sure what's going to happen next, but I assume that if the office threatened me with a fine, she has been threatened as well. Since I haven't heard anything else from the office, I've gone back to business as usual. After your reassurance that I wasn't in the wrong, I no longer feel any type of way about it. Thanks so much, Persia. I'm I mean, glad, again, girl. if you're not in there sounding like, like Pornhub or Brazzers or right. whatever the fuck, then... I mean, they I probably don't. said the same thing. Girls in apartment, walls are thin. Like, what are you... Move your baby to a different room if you don't like it. Like, give her some frozen ear headphones. Yes, yes, that type of shit. All right, I'm glad it worked out for you, Persia. Let's get right into the questions this week. Our first one comes from Penelope. Who says, thank you all for being candid about your mental health journey on the show. I can honestly say that after your show and other black podcasts like Another Round and The Nod. um, Oh, these shows helped normalize normalize therapy for me. Uh, I'm a black woman in my 30s and I'm just now learning that it's okay to talk to a licensed professional about my mental struggles instead of suffering in silence. Real. Because a lot of us were taught to just pry it away. Pretty much. Or deal. So... She continues, I started therapy about four years ago to deal with postpartum depression. I've seen three therapists, one through my spouse's employee program and two other graduate students at the local hospital that ended after about six months. A year ago, I decided I needed more consistent therapy since my depression isn't postpartum. Them kids are not babies anymore (laughs) and more like a chronic issue. I found a therapist in a private practice. I've seen her for a year, about once or twice a month, and I'm not really seeing any growth. Also, she's white, and I didn't think that would be a problem, but I realized I'm not completely open with her about racial issues as a black mom with black kids. Mm. Otherwise, I do like her. Just when I think I should try to find someone new, she drops a gym that totally blows my mind. But most of the time, my sessions are like catching up with an old friend, and we don't really get deep. I need an, I need an Iyanla without all the props and foolishness. That's what we all need. I mean, yeah. Do y'all think I should find a new therapist? It's so damn difficult and I don't have the energy to do a lot of things, let alone this. I've searched therapy for black girls, the directory in my area, and called one therapist who doesn't accept my insurance. If you think I should break up with my therapist, how do I do it? She's a really nice woman and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. Anyway, thanks for any advice you can give. Penelope. Um... 
The first therapist that I had, the thing is, I didn't, I only saw her twice and I felt like I could probably find someone I was connected uh, with more or I felt more comfortable with. And so I just didn't go back. I didn't mm-hmm. tell her I wasn't coming back. You know, you I can just, ghost your therapist. It's fine. It's a business relationship. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's a business relationship and it's about you feeling better. So right. even if you did say to your therapist, like, I want to see someone else or whatever, however you want to word it, you know, I think it's sort of her job to be like, okay, sis, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Maybe she could even give you a fucking referral. I don't know, but <laughs> I really don't think your therapist is going to be like, what? How dare you? Yeah. Like what <laughs> no. world would that be if she did that? Yeah. I think. I don't necessarily think you should write her off because she's white. Right. Um, white people can be can be very helpful, especially when they're trained to, to be that way. Right. So um, the fact that you haven't been totally honest with her about, you know, your feelings as a black woman raising black kids and all that may be part of the reason why you feel like y'all don't really connect like that because you're not really being totally honest and forthright with her. Mm-hmm. But you also mentioned that you only see her maybe once or twice a month. And so I thought, okay, maybe that has something to do with it, too. Because me and my therapist, I be in front of that bitch's face every week. At least once a week. Right. So I think, you know, you're probably having some issues because of that. And like you said, you know, when you're paying out of pocket, you go as often as you can afford to go. Right. It's very different when you're going through insurance. Absolutely. So I, if I were you, I would continue the search as much as your mental health and energy will allow you to continue the search. While still going to her because like you said you do still like her and maybe you could try the next time you see her being like so look I have not really talked about some of my struggles with parenting but being black in this country you know just to see how her reaction goes because it shouldn't be a thing where you scared to say it in front of your white therapist you should say it and your white therapist be like that's valid let's talk about your feelings in this racist ass country you know raising your black babies it should be something like that so I think you've got a lot of things kind of I don't want to say working against you, but it's making things harder for you to get the help that you need. So right. I would just I would suggest if you can get something through your um, your spouse's employee program, maybe at a discount or um, something like that, where you can see someone more regularly. I think that would help you a lot. And if you can be if you can kind of force yourself to open up a bit more, because there are things that I was hesitant to tell my therapist just because, you know, I don't want to talk about my whole business and all my life. Like, I don't right. want to talk about my life life with you, right. bitch. But <laughs> but once you do get into all that, she'd be like, mm, so that's why you be coming in here acting like that, saying yeah. dumb shit. Hmm, that's where you learned it from. I've so, been seeing my therapist for well over two years now, maybe close to three. And, you know, even as recently as maybe a couple months ago, there'll be moments where it's just kind of like, oh, okay, so this is what teaches me a new thing about you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a a continued thing. I did purposely, although my reasoning for going to therapy didn't have, like, I had a specific reason I was looking for therapy, like, what was going on with me at that moment. Right. And it didn't have anything to do with race, but I did want a black woman specifically because um, black women uh, care. And... <laughs> I knew that eventually I was going to talk about things that would just have to do with me being black. And I wanted Mm -hmm. someone who I felt like would understand. But again, keep in mind, the first lady I saw was a black woman and I didn't feel connected to her. So you could go and be like, all right, I'm gonna go and look for a black lady Mm -hmm. and not 
feel right. connected to her or comfortable with her at all. She might right. remind you of your mama or your auntie you don't like, and then you want to say shit to her, and then you're going to miss your homegirl white therapist. Yeah. So, that's true. Just because they're black about. doesn't mean they're a good therapist. Right. Just because they're white doesn't mean they're a bad one. Right. I would, yeah, I would suggest trying to be more open with her, but you know, you got to do what's best for you and your kids and, and, Certainly what's best for your children is having a mama who who can cope with her mental health issues and is still, you know, strong and, and doing her best. That's certainly what is best for your kids. So yeah. I would suggest that and just keep seeing this white lady in the meantime till maybe you find somebody that you click better with. But you may find that you click better with her just off the strength of being more open with her. And I mean, <sighs> maybe not, though. A white therapist, like I mean, I I didn't give it a shot, but I'm just saying, like I mean, when I lived in Oklahoma, I had a white therapist. I'm just thinking, as a therapist, though, if a if you have a black, you have to be prepared to have a client that is going to come into your office and speak to you about an issue that you can't necessarily empathize with, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be like, okay, I'm going to be a therapist for my occupation, but I'm just not. I'm just gonna to to treat people like me that I <laughs> right like right. I don't know how much she could say to you that would provide like. Not comfort, but like relatability. Mm -hmm. And that might be something that you really want out of the therapy. But at the very least, she should be able to to digest what you're saying and give you responses that will help. Like, that's literally her job. I don't Mm -hmm. think that... You know, I get it. And I did what I did for me. You yes. know, say just to, you know. Right. Whatever. No, but I do. I get it. Like you said, I would just, you know, try it out. She might surprise you and be like, oh, girl, yeah, bitch. White people ain't shit. <laughs> I don't know. She might. I really do get that wanting somebody to relate thing. Because sometimes I can just say, you know, as a black woman or whatever. Like race, honestly, does not come up that much in therapy for me. Because most of my issues don't Mine have nothing to do either. with white folks. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately most of my issues have nothing to do with white people most of the times I've talked to my therapist about race it's usually when something incredibly fucking fucked up is happening in the news at the moment or politics and I'm just to her like I'm so fucking tired and numb right now because I'm black yes and everything is bad and everything sucks so (laughs) what do we do today (laughs) oh god god oh I wish I could not relate but I absolutely can't but usually it's stuff specific to me and me thinking that I suck. <laughs> this is just every time I read questions like this, I'm like, you know, the Lord really wants me to bring low cost mental health services to every black woman in America. The Lord wants me to do that. I don't that know how I'm going to do it, on. but it's something that I, I just feel called to do it because if we could get black women across America in therapy, the therapy they need every week, bitch. White people don't want that. They don't. <laughs> That's the real revolution right there. That would be the real. That's the real motherfucking freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. You know what? Let's just move right on. Okay. Next question comes from. Well, you didn't. You didn't give a fake name, so I'm going to use your real name, Kelsey. Kelsey says, hello, Crystal and West. Last summer, I got engaged, and unfortunately, I was tasked with planning a wedding. But girl, you got engaged. What? Okay. Oh, never mind. Keep going. If I had it my way, we would just elope with our immediate families and save our budget for a down payment on a house. But I am marrying a very traditional guy, so I'm taking the L for love. (laughs) This is fun. 
Since my fiancé and I live paycheck to paycheck, I begrudgingly accepted the fact that I would need help from my parents on top of working two jobs and saving every dollar I make. Oh, God. Last summer, I tried to secure a wedding venue and I needed $1,100 for the down payment. Woo! I had 500 and asked my mother for the other six to secure the venue. She said she wasn't comfortable giving me any money yet because she thought I hadn't prepared enough for her comfort level and that my minimal budget of $10,000 was unrealistic. Was prepared enough financially? I think she means you hadn't prepared enough just in general. Like you haven't prepared for marriage. I don't know. She yeah, say. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Who knows? If it was left up to her, I would just get married in her church's basement, eat some sheet cake and call it a day. But, I mean, fun. I love that idea. Yes. All because it's cheap. I'm not that desperate to get married, so my fiance and I decided to wait another year so we could save up and pay for the wedding ourselves. I love you. (laughs) Like, this is so great. However, the other day, my mother randomly offered to give me the down payment for my venue and take me wedding dress shopping free and clear. Why? But after our talk last summer, I don't want her help. My mother can be very (laughs) generous financially. God damn, Kelsey. But it always comes with some kind of strings attached, and I don't want her or her expectations anywhere near my wedding day. Oh, Am girl. I letting my pettiness cloud my judgment, or should I stay the course and plan my wedding without her financial help? Thanks for your time. Feel free to read me if I deserve it. Kelsey. I really don't know why y'all put that. We will always read you if you deserve yeah, it. Yeah. But like I, don't think, a... <laughs> I don't think that's the case here. Like, I don't either. Is she letting her pettiness about her mama cloud her good judgment? Well, you know your mom better than we do. She said her mama always, when she is generous with money, it has some kind of strings attached. Right. So, so knowing that, if you know that you don't want to put yourself through the bullshit, you answered your own fucking question. But you also said, girl, what it's looking like, and you don't even want to do this shit in the first fucking place. Mm-hmm. Then I would definitely say I wouldn't take the money from her. Simply because it's not even you who really wants the yes. wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like That's you don't even right want to do the fucking shit. So to have to deal with with this wedding that you're not even interested in and your mama's mouth on top of it when you could have been okay with just having mm-hmm. a good old public sheet cake yeah. in the basement. Right. Yeah. I mean, sheet cake is delicious. It's so good. And it feeds a lot of people. So many. It's, and niggas, I did a wedding cake for my friend Candace when she got married. Shout out to Candace. And the cake was a mess. It was. So I was not <laughs> professional. I did my best. However, the family asked for a strawberry sheet cake and a chocolate sheet cake because niggas love strawberry cake. That's true. They do. We do. And guess what happened to that strawberry sheet cake in the back? Got fucked it sure did. up for the wedding was even over. I was like, yo, you niggas, like y'all can't, the ceremony not over. Would y'all, y'all done went in the back and got in the cake? <laughs> yeah. Niggas love sheet cake, girl. Yes. I would absolutely be down. <laughs> I would be down. <laughs> For going outside and I'm having fine. some sheet cake and some fucking fudge at the house. I don't... You said you're marrying a very traditional guy, but nothing about this is traditional. Yeah. Traditionally... Well, traditionally, the bride's family pays for the wedding. But if he wants to have a wedding that damn bad, why isn't he paying for it? Why was, isn't he planning it? I was going to ask that question. Yeah, if if you were like, if it was up to me, we would just elope and be done with this. Then why are you shouldering all the responsibility of getting it done? I've always said, if um, the devil places me in a place of marriage. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. If that ever does happen to me, 
the only way we're having a wedding is if the nigga I'm marrying wants it. Mm-hmm. And in that case, he's absolutely going to have to plan it. 100%. I'll show up. I'll taste the cake. I'll wear the fucking whatever it is, nigga. But I'm not calling no numbers. I'm not setting no dates. I'm mm-hmm. not doing... I'm not. I don't want to because I don't need to do any of that. I we would could, love to plan a wedding. I think that would be so fun. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I'm not interested. As long as it is known I am not planning a wedding, mm-hmm. I will show up to a wedding. But I don't care about any of the things. I want my sparkly band, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. You're not going to go pick out flower arrangements and colors and napkin designs and <laughs> utensils. I just got a flower vase like three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't give a shit about none of that. I mean, I love party planning and I feel like a wedding is just a giant party. So I would love to do it, but I would only love to do it with somebody else's money. I'm not spending my money on that bullshit, nigga. If you want to marry me that damn bad, then let's Google the uh, civil court fees for marriage license or whatever the hell else and just go right downtown, bitch. I'm not finna. You can dress like Trick. I'll dress like Trina. I'm not paying the five. go right in front of the judge, sign a paper, sheet cake, and Hennessy. Yeah, so... At be home. Horrible mix. We could go right home. Same day. And then we could go home. Yeah. Same way. And now we married. And we that's go home all and takes. pack and then go to some island honeymoon. Girl, Boom. y'all talking about spending the money on the honeymoon. Staying engaged another year just to pay for the wedding. Like that's it's your business. And if y'all want to do that, you can. But I just think your ideas are a lot more practical. All that money you gonna spend on this wedding could be could go towards a down payment on a house like ten thousand dollars might not be enough by itself but that's a huge chunk it could through and through be better spent it right it just could it really could so if i were you i would turn this around on my fiance i would just leave my mama out of it entirely like let her write a check and then you hold on to it until you decide what you're gonna do but i would go to him like look i don't want to plan this fucking wedding that we can't afford do you want to plan this fucking wedding we can't afford like let's figure out something that's gonna work for the for the both of us because I don't want to do this I don't want to do it (laughs) and I don't want to hear my mama's fucking shit right so here you go Mm-hmm. Cause it's not even just the money; it's the fact that she gonna throw it up in my face, right? Or if she take if she pays for your dress, that means she's gonna want to go dress shopping with you, which means she's probably gonna want to approve your dress, Oof. and that's another thing. I'll be goddamned if that anybody tell me what kind of point. dress I'm gonna get. new no. that's such a good point. You go to try these fucking dresses, and then you put on the shit you like, and then she's just like, mm, I don't, mm, I don't. And you gotta like listen and like yeah. take her opinion seriously because she paying for it. Let me tell you something, man. I'll tell my fucking no, fiance, like, look, at <laughs> you least if your fuck- mama gets on your fucking nerves about it, you can suck it up because you want to do this shit. <laughs> I already told you we could get a chicken box. So, nigga, I wasn't lying to you. We go right down to the Kennedy. OK, not Kennedy Fry. Ooh, we can go no, right down indeed. to Popeye's. That's what we where can do. Where real chicken lives. <laughs> Cookout. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, we could get Postmates, bitch. I'm just not... I'm not spending 10 I mean and like you your mama said 10,000 is very low very very low yeah shit god that's not even that can't include food (laughs) you know what see this is why I'm like nah I'm cool if we can't outright pay for it if we have to go into debt or do all this extra then I just don't need it and I also just don't really want to (laughs) (laughs) but a lot of people do have that you know 
wedding fantasies or whatever. But since it's your man and not you, I would just say, hey, babe, feel free to take over this process. Like, yeah, like I'm not against having the whole wedding thing, but I damn sure don't have no wedding fantasy, desire, dream, nothing. Yeah, not even, no. I can't get one of you niggas to convince me you're worth marrying. <laughs> I can't convince myself to marry one of these niggas. <laughs> So, I mean, here we are. So, there we go. But we wish you luck. <laughs> Did we even help her? I don't Are think you so. being petty? No. Because like if you no said, helps. you know that your mom is trifling. Right. Or, I you would know, not You know that money. she would be on your nerves. If she put down the deposit for the venue, she'd probably want to pick out the venue or the lights or the flowers or whatever the fuck else. So, yeah. I, I would, would not take the no, check from her. And then I would tell my husband, no. My fiance. <laughs> yes. No, Sweetie. no, 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 Not no. doing it. <laughs> Good luck to you. I can't believe your man is like, nah, I want to have a wedding. Let's spend all this money. I feel like it's normally the other way around. It usually is, but yes. okay, I guess that's cute. Good luck. Okay. I need you to make up a name for a girl. Um, Beretta. Beretta says, here's the background. I was in a two-year-long relationship that started when I was 17, but about halfway through, I realized that I couldn't see this relationship going any further and that the guy was kind of a piece of shit. However, I was young and it was my first relationship, so I didn't know how to communicate this. I was unhappy and feeling neglected when a friend's brother's friend, friend's brother's friend, gave me his number. Okay. He made me feel seen. And I like the danger of it all since I'm usually a very careful person. After a couple weeks of talking, we had very brief and very bad sex and I immediately regretted it. I told my then boyfriend the next day and after some understandably angry words, he forgave me and we dated another year. Obviously, this was not a very healthy relationship and I wasn't in a good headspace at the time. It took me a long time to forgive myself for hurting my boyfriend in that way. And even to this day, if I'm in a spiral of negative self-talk, I feel guilty about it. I'm now 24 and I just finished my first month of therapy and I have been talking to someone who I am interested in seriously dating. I've told previous boyfriends about the whole situation with various reactions. I've always felt awkward in conversations that talk about cheating because I know that I can't really throw stones in my glass house. I don't want to be dishonest with this new guy because he's amazing. He's been so supportive of me in therapy and is willing to wait months to get more serious since he knows I can't handle it right now. But I also don't want to scare him away with something I did when I was young and dumb. Do you feel like once a cheater is always a cheater? I think I understand why I did it and have taken steps to improve myself since then. And I'm worried that he might not see that if I tell him about my past. Any advice on how to handle this is appreciated. Thanks. Benita? <laughs> what did you say? You know what? I Bequita? like Benita. Okay, Benita. <laughs> um, Girl, you cheated when you were 18. Girls cheating versus guys. <laughs> the fact that to this day, she feels guilty about it and will still drag herself when she's feeling down about herself over cheating. Niggas have a beef patty and go to bed. <laughs> 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 do not Girl, give a shit. Niggas have been cheating since 8th grade. And do you think they lose a fucking wink of sleep behind this shit? Furthermore, tell someone. <laughs> tell you? The fuck, you don't need to tell this nigga that you cheated on somebody when you were 18. You are such a sweetheart, girl. That is so fuck nice. This. Girl. Like, oh my God. You pure hearted right? motherfucker. Right? Isn't she adorable, girl? Fuck that. Instantly felt bad and went and told the nigga that she cheated. The next day she told and still feels bad. And still feels still bad. Still will drag herself. And she says she's told boyfriends since that she did it. 
For what, girl? No, ma'am. You're in your mid-20s now. It's time to let that go and move forward. I wouldn't even call that a once a cheater, always a cheater type situation. Especially if you have the hindsight now to know why you did it and what circumstances led you to that place and you feel like you're not going to do it again. I honestly don't think that a history of cheating necessarily means that your partner or spouse will cheat i mean sometimes you have to use your spirit of discernment yeah don't try to make tristan thompson be faithful that's not going to happen but lots of niggas cheat till they find that one girl that they don't want to lose and then all of a sudden they act like they have some sense that happens yes and then sometimes she'll leave him and then they end up brokenhearted and bitter and go back to their same you know trifling Dog childish ways. ways right however anyway this is not your issue well when i was being good Wow. Wow. So the first time I'm really honest and faithful with a bitch, I come home every fucking night, bitch. I don't be out nowhere. Wow. So you just gonna leave me. Wow. Wow. Curtis, you call my mama a hoe ass bitch. Curtis, you left your stiff ass, dirty drawers all over the living room for the ninth time, and I'm fucking tired of it. Every time my nephew come over here, it smells like backwoods and mud. <laughs> Curtis, I stepped in some nut. Now, you know, it's only three approved places for nut. And the bottom of my foot is not one of them. You know, that type of shit. The fact that you still feel bad about it, I think, you know, you will probably work through the rest of that in therapy. But I don't think you need to scare away this new man by saying once when I was 18, I was in a shitty relationship and I I made a bad decision. He probably he would be probably more concerned with the fact that you're even telling him than that you actually did it. Especially at eighteen, you'd be like, "So, are you are you forewarning me that you're going to cheat on me? Right. Or are right. you crazy? Like, right. What is going on? Yes. If but, he if he asks, I would answer honestly. Yeah. But I would also give it you know the gravitas that it deserves which is none at all I would be like oh yeah you know when I was 18 this nigga was on my nerves sounds like you need to forgive yourself yes yes you need to forgive yourself and give yourself a break you obviously understand that what you did was wrong and that you made a mistake and you sort of have closure with that situation because you told the guy you cheated on that you did and he forgave you yes so there's really no need to continue to torment yourself over this because like crystal said you seem to have the understanding that it was the wrong thing to do and that you don't ever want to do it again so hold on to that truth keep it your truth and don't be going around telling these niggas that you cheated on somebody when you was a child yes (laughs) most importantly (laughs) your first relationship Girl. Keep your eyes open for these niggas cheating yes. on you today. You need to be worried about the <laughs> that shit, okay? Like need to be worried about them alerts that come through at 2 30 a.m. Right. Really? So your phone just boop boop. Now that nigga, doom. that wasn't a flash flood one. No, nope, it wasn't. Mm-mm. Why okay. it's not on my phone? It's not on mine. No, it ain't no missing baby. Mm-mm. It ain't on my phone. What happened? I'm just saying. That's where you need to direct your attention, sis, but forgive yourself and yes. move on. All right. You know what? The rest of this can wait for another day. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We'll be back. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. 
From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. So, um, the read is now. It is. I actually don't have much to say. Okay. I just have like three sentences. And then if you would like to go (laughs) do whatever you want to do, that's also fine. Mm -hmm. I actually don't even know what the latest news is in this Jussie Smollett situation because there's a new headline every 38 minutes approximately. Absolutely, there is. Which I feel like is contributing to the problem here. I don't understand why we're getting so much, so many rumors, so many statements or whatever Mm. coming from the police department. I don't. I don't really know what's going on. I'm seeing headlines now that maybe he's about to be charged with a felony for disorderly conduct. Again. Like he's a suspect. Yes, he's officially a suspect in the case. What I have not seen, and I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, what I have not seen is proof that Jesse Smollett is lying. That's it. I have not seen anything concrete that says that Jesse Smollett orchestrated this whole situation, that he lied for whatever reasons, that he, you know, did something, that he would have deliberately misled people, filed a false police report, all that. I have not seen any of the proof. And so until I do, I will continue to believe Jesse Smollett because my heart can't handle the possibility of something else. I feel like you just were like, I don't know what I could ask. (laughs) I'm just saying like people have been asking for me to weigh in on it. Everybody in their fucking mama has an opinion. I get it. It's the internet. The jokes are going to fly because y'all don't give a fuck about nobody Mm -hmm. until it's you. I get it. However, until y'all put in front of my face proof that this man did it i'm going to believe that he didn't it's not even for me the issue is it's not even just the fact that a it's the chicago police department Mm -hmm. and b there isn't any like concrete proof it don't make no sense like i still don't understand nobody does like nothing makes sense to me you talk to a group of people about this story and everybody will have new information that may not even be information because a lot of it is fucking rumors because again i feel like there has deliberately been a lot of confusion created around this story so that people would doubt it but again i don't know i was not there i do not know but until you put proof in front of my face that jossie smollett lied i'm going to believe his story i'm going to believe that he was a victim of a terrible attack and you know if if shit shakes out differently then fine i will accept that and my heart will be hurt and i'm sure i will have a lot to say about it but until then please don't ask me nothing else about this man i just couldn't have worded it any better myself I just, and honestly, and just, that's it. That's it's like, it. what the fuck is the, what is, what is so wrong with like having compassion for people and like waiting for information to come right. out? Like y'all are like dying to leap over like off of cliffs with assumptions when like, I, again, he, they could be absolutely correct and he could have orchestrated this whole thing Anything and be a complete possible. psycho. Or Anything some shit. is possible. You know what I'm saying? But what I've been presented with at this at this point it's wild to me like I don't know what the fuck is going on I don't know like what they're saying these these two Nigerian men are saying the reasons for it is wild this letter that looks like Northwest and Saint (laughs) drew it like I'm just like what the fuck is going on I I believe 
that the truth of the matter, whether Jesse is lying or the police department is lying, I believe that eventually the truth of the matter will come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to say nothing until that happens. Because this whole thing is like, I don't right. know what the fuck is going on. And no, so many people are like, oh, his career is over. And da, 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 da. like, with all due respect, I don't care about his career because it's so much bigger than him. Yes. It's so much bigger than it him. It is, right. And it will affect more people than just him and his acting and right. activism or whatever. Exactly. If it turns out that this whole thing is fake. This so is I'm way not about to jump Empire, off of the, like way, <laughs> way bigger, bigger than, than Empire, Empire. <laughs> Star, Moon, Sun. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> what the fuck. Like, it just is. Yes. So, and that's all I have to say about it. Like, don't bother me until there is proof. Facts, nigga. And I know all you black people are not all of a sudden taking everything the Chicago police say at face value. I fucking know. I know that. Even if you had a hard time believing what Jesse said before it came out, you know, these police reporting, whatever. I just like that. That story itself is so convoluted and weird. Like I'm way like you said, they keep reporting something every fucking 20 minutes. Give me a straight rundown. Finish the they, investigation and give me the A, B, and C And of then it, they girl. walk it back. It'll be like, oh, Jesse did this. And then 30 minutes later, oh, our sources were wrong. That wasn't right. Or uh, Chicago police says this. And then an hour later, Chicago police said that uh, we ain't say all that. Okay, bitch. Well, look, just give me the fucking facts. Show me the fucking proof or get out of my face. Y'all really need to ask yourselves why you are so excited. It's almost like y'all are... I don't want to say jubilant, but goddamn, it's like y'all want to believe the worst. And I just don't understand what's so hard about waiting for proof before you decide. Like, what's so hard about saying I'm going to wait until somebody shows me the proof that Jesse Smollett is lying before I run with this Jesse Smollett is lying thing? Because I think that a lot of people who never gave a fuck to begin with for obvious reasons are like jizzing themselves over the opportunity to be like, well, I told you niggas, you niggas believe anything. Anybody motherfucking yes, tells you. Yes, I do. I believe victims until I have a reason to not. And, I, Wh- that's and not what is stop. wrong with that? Nothing. Like, what is wrong with that? Who are we hurting by saying we believe Jesse Smollett until somebody shows us to our faces to not believe him no one it doesn't hurt anyone to do that bitch i would much rather have compassion believe a victim and then be proven that they were not truthful Mm -hmm. than to have someone come out and say they're a victim and be like bitch i don't give a fuck about that and they're telling the truth right i would way rather what you're gonna say oh wow you were so compassionate (laughs) you had so much empathy for somebody stupid (laughs) oh i guess i'm dumb okay girl i don't know what to say again show me the motherfucker and why you know i'm not gonna say watch but lord please i more importantly i really the thought of somebody in our own community lying like that it's not impossible it it really breaks my heart because (laughs) we already deal with so much shit thank you and it would just be just so bad. Just my, my feelings would be devastated. I don't know that, that young man. True, but I don't, girl, we just don't know. I don't know that young man, like, you know, a close homegirl or nothing like that. Right. I've met, I've had conversations with, conversations with him before. Um, he has to know the gravity of this situation. Right. And that... If you were to go and, and and say that this happened to you, the like you just have to know what you're mm-hmm. risking in this situation, and so why? And again, 
it could all be true. He could have hired some extras from that show or whatever, and all of this shit could be facts or whatever. And if that's the truth, and when it comes out, I will address it as such. Right. And I already know but why won't what I want to say. I don't know why y'all won't but wait for that. Not with this. I don't get it. This don't make no sense. <laughs> Like, you can't just wait for the proof before you decide that this man is guilty. Meanwhile, R. Kelly went from saying that I didn't rape these fucking kids to, oh, well, they should have said some shit a long time ago. And you niggas still defending his motherfucking ass. And they talk about a new tape just just came out. Oh, yes. I did see that. One of his former employees just turned in a a new sex tape with an alleged 14-year-old to, like, the... Chicago State Attorney or something like that. I was gonna say, are we Cook County? The same Chicago police that have been helping shield R. Kelly all these years. That's who y'all are running to to believe. That's whose word y'all are caping for right now. Listen, I'm just saying, black people, we could wait until we have. You would think black people would understand. <laughs> I would, but I guess not. I have words prepared for either direction this could go in. Of course, same. But I don't have enough. Yeah. Yet. To feel yeah. comfortable in Don't, doing this that. This is not caping for Jussie Smollett. This is caping for, for facts and uh, justice and a process that is fair. And I, I know y'all don't care about that because y'all not famous or anything close to it and never will be. And so you'll never know what it's like to have thousands of random people commenting on your life and acting like they know something about you that you don't know. So I get y'all don't y'all don't have any context for this. But girl, I'll be over here waiting on the proof. Thanks. My read this week is just going to go to a white woman in uh, Houston named Francie Neely. Francie Neely is apparently um, the ex-wife of some rich sports owner. Is our, our Houston the Astro- oh, Astros? Oh, the Astros. The oh, baseball okay. team. Oh, that's why it didn't sound familiar to me. It's what? a baseball thing. The Astros just won the World Series. Uh, okay, congratulations to them. <laughs> well, I mean, when was it? Was that last so, year? 2017. This lady's a, mil- a millionaire by way of divorce. And um, yes. apparently, I mean, you know, I'd be happy for her if she wasn't Oh, a right. Sorry, I forgot she's a bitch. Um, so she lives in a neighborhood called, where is the name of it? Oh, Broad was- Acres? Hmm. The area along North Boulevard in the Broad Acres community. So apparently there's like a walkway slash it almost looks like a park because it has all of these beautiful trees. Mm. Um, It introduced me to a word esplanade or something. I had never heard of that word in my (laughs) life. I had to literally Google it. That's fancy shit. But apparently it um, attracts lots of people who go there to take photos. Some people just want to take quick family portraits. Niggas have gone out there and taken full wedding uh, portraits out there and stuff like that. Is it about a water? Um, No, it's like in the middle of like... Okay. A street, you know what I'm saying, with yeah. residences on either side, gotcha. and then this like walkway surrounded in trees in the middle. The Esplanade. The Esplanade. <laughs> okay, got you. Um, so apparently the homeowners association of this neighborhood is pissed, and they have been trying to ban photo shoots from um this Esplanade, <laughs> uh, because they say that I guess it damages the property of the neighborhood and whatever white shit, and they were uh, deeded the Esplanade in the 1920s. But apparently, like the city of Houston says, nope, 
it's public. <laughs> they have the right to go out there and take their photos Thank as long you. as they're not blocking the walkway from people who are trying to use it. Okay. If you do not, if you do see people blocking the walkway, dial 311, report them, oh, somebody Lord. will come and take care of it. Francie Neely doesn't like rules. Francie decided um, when she saw um, a black woman trying to take uh, first birthday photos mm-hmm. of her baby out there with, I'm assuming her husband, her man, the child's father, I don't know. And another woman who I think might have been either supplying the like, cause they had like a little blanket mm-hmm. and some balloons was like the number one. Oh yeah. Stuff. I've seen these baby photo shoots. Y'all be going in. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. You <laughs> niggas go shit for that bald headed ass baby. <laughs> and I love looking I at the photos and Same. stuff, but I don't know how you find the patience. <laughs> Like Me either set it up and then get the nigga to sit I still and look and smile. <laughs> Oof, God bless you. Anyways, so Francie saw this woman taking pictures of her adorable black baby, um, and got pissed because how dare she? <laughs> so she hopped out of her car with her pomeranian, which she could have absolutely absolutely left the dog out of it, and she claims that she approached people who were taking photos out there because this mom or these parents were not the only ones mm. but she says they were blocking the the walkway with this blanket okay which you could literally have stepped over or walked around <laughs> if it was like that deep right girl it wasn't like a futon mama didn't have like a bathtub in the fucking <laughs> shit it was a blanket like practically the ground not a wall <laughs> so <laughs> with a baby sitting on it. So my God, like the inconvenience. Right. So she approaches them um, and you can actually see video because uh, of course they taped her of uh, them arguing with her. The mother claims that she put the dog down to frighten the baby or to try and bite the baby. The oh, baby is Lord. of course heard wailing. The first thing that you hear is the baby crying because oh, they're arguing with this lady. I just pulled up the video. Like this that. bitch don't even have shoes on. She's barefoot. Oh Lord. Of course. I know my people. Out on the esplanade she- <laughs> arguing with this lady taking a picture of a one year old. She grabs the balloons and the blanket, pulls them out of the wallway, oh tosses them to God. the side. She swings at the man recording her twice, once holding the dog in her hand, and just continues to argue with them. So to Francie, I say, girl, if you don't take your stupid ass inside the motherfucking house and sit the fuck down with your rich, stupid <laughs> shenanigans, Heffa, what the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, they were not out there on some fucking, like... What's that nigga's what's the nigga name from Atlanta who used to take pictures like double pictures of everybody? Oh. What is his name? God was damn it. it. No, not not concept. Oh, what was his name? Fuck. He what? took everybody's pictures. That nigga took all them pictures in Atlanta in the <laughs> early and mid two thousands of, of alter egos. Yes. <laughs> like Dave is it David Blank? That sounds so familiar. I feel like I just made that I'm up. Finna Google. That's probably a magician. <laughs> but you know what it's the fuck I'm talking about. Like whatever. It's they were not me. out there. I remember those doing a full ass like yes. editorial shoot for Harper's Bazaar and Cardi B is hanging out of the tower. Like it was literally a baby, probably about the size of this fucking MacBook, sitting on a blanket with some balloons off to the side. You were pissed because these black people. We're out there. They clearly don't live in this fucking neighborhood. Derek Blanks. Damn it. Damn it. So close. So close. That's all right. Anyway, you saw these niggas in your poor, you know, neighborhood, you know, soaking up the beauty that I guess belongs to you and your your fellow whites. And it doesn't. And 
Although you were told, like, can you imagine if even if she would have followed the rules that were clearly right. given to you by the city that told you, no, this ain't your shit. And yes, these niggas can take pictures out here. Even if you would have followed the rules, can you imagine being a grown ass, clearly old ass white woman calling 311, calling to report people taking a picture of a baby on a blanket <laughs> on property that don't belong to you? Take your ass in the house, stupid. <laughs> You old miserable heifer. This, you don't live on that. You don't live on the sidewalk. You don't live on the esplanade, my my nigga. Why don't you just go home? I'm sure your home is massive and very lovely. Why don't you go inside of it and mind your acres, fucking business? The Broad Acres homeowners. Oh, she released a statement. To oh, ABC I bet 13. she did. <laughs> she says the Broad Acres Homeowners Association invests lots of money paying paying to maintain the trees, grass, and walkways in our neighborhood because the baby was shitting in the grass <laughs> and. Really Ripping the trees from the ground. That would be good for the grass anyway. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The high volume of commercial photography damages the property that Broad Acres uh, HOA pays to maintain and interferes with uh, dog walkers and others who merely want to walk under the pretty trees. What's the difference? You would think that they had hired. Annie Leibovitz and like all the whole cast of Devil Wears Prada to come and photograph. It was three adults and a baby. I mean, and I'm looking at it and it's nice or whatever, but it's not nice enough for her to be acting like all this bitch. It's it's a fucking paved walkway and a bunch of trees and grass. That's it. And it's long as fuck. They were in nobody's way. If it bothered you that much, again, there were things that were put in place and told you niggas to do that. Inv- like, and this is why. This is exactly why. Yes. They say, hey, if this happens and you see it and it just pisses you off to the bottom of your fucking feet, call us. We'll deal with it. Right. This is why. So you don't get hemmed up by somebody's fucking mama for sticking your fucking Pomeranian poopsie on their baby. Like, she's talking about I am very sorry that I got upset on late uh, Saturday afternoon putting it in context however I saw three commercially commercial photography shoots in one block at the same time something that happens frequently when I explained the situation to the first and third groups they were respectful the couple whose photo shoot obstructed the walkway was not it's hard to remain composed when confronted by shouted It's hard to remain composed when confronted by shouted threats of lawsuits and false inflammatory accusations. The false inflammatory accusations were them calling her racist. What's false? Or inflammatory. (laughs) I mean, facts are facts. You went off on these people and they black, baby. First of all, that was not a commercial photography shoot. It wasn't. You know what she's tired of? people on her fucking esplanade but girl it ain't nothing you can do about that because the city already told you you don't own the fucking it's not esplanade. yours you don't own and guess it. what if you would have called 311 to come down there and holler at that 12 month old you know what they would have told them to do pick up the blank and move it <laughs> right and by then they probably would have been done taking their pictures what you could have also done was step around the fucking blanket or even step on the blanket if you that mad and went on about your fucking day. Or not, because you stopped and got out of your car. You weren't walking anywhere. Oh, she wasn't even walking down the street. She got out of her car to confront these people for taking photos. She was driving with no shoes on. Driving oh with no God. shoes on. Hopped out and embarrassed this poor Pomeranian Lord. by acting a goddamn fool. 
Poor Pomeranian was like, this I don't bitch. know this bitch. I, just <laughs> I swear don't. to God, I don't know what's wrong. He was trying to run to the baby like, I don't know what's wrong with her. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know why she act like this. Girl, you know what you need? A super private, exclusive, gated community. I have been to them before. A girl I went to high school with one time invited me to her house mm-hmm. for like, a, she had a mixer for everybody who wrote for the high school poetry magazine or whatever. Because that's the type of <laughs> bitch I was. Okay. And so she invited us all to her house. And when my mama pulled up to the gate, bitch, you had to buzz just to get in. You had to buzz just to get into the gate where the houses were collected. Absolutely. The whole neighborhood was so exclusive. You wouldn't have never known it was there because it's not Mm -hmm. even visible off the street. Absolutely. You don't live in an exclusive enough place to be acting like this. Point blank period, girl. It's a scenic area. People want to take pictures there. You're going to have to fucking deal Get another house. I heard that Francie got thirty million in the divorce, so Bitch. I don't know what that the price of that place was or whatever. Meant. I don't. I don't know. She probably like didn't a, even buy the house. She probably kept the house in the divorce. Listen, honey, <laughs> girl, thirty million can buy a very nice house in Houston, Texas. Bitch, I think you need to go live by your damn self somewhere. <laughs> really, you need private yeah. fucking property. You definitely all need around you. A, no niggers a allowed. Twenty-four hour gateman. <laughs> yeah. Who checks names and calls your door. Yes. And you can have it. That exists. That exists. But being mad because people are taking advantage of a nice piece of public property to take photos. That justifies all in logic. Miami when you driving like out, onto the beach and you see like Star Island and all yeah, the other shits over there yeah. like you if you go to, don't even mind the turn it bitch you don't know nobody and you have no business you have to like yeah. go and check in and yes. stuff before you can go in there and that's where all of the houses collect and all them houses ain't even lit like right. some of them are very much like regular nice I mean they're still nice because right. of where they are obviously like but it's not all giving you like you know uh, what's his name Tommy Matola and Puffy right. House it's right. not but those people <laughs> paid enough money that they want to live a place mm-hmm. right? can't any old body in the greater Miami area just yes. come and take photo shoots in front of their house and so I, they spent the money and that's fine you know what if you have millions or billions of dollars that is one of the many many perks of being wealthy is that you can isolate yourself from the rest of the world as much as you fucking want to and if you really want to ban people altogether from taking photos on your esplanade <laughs> Or whatever. Are we even saying Esplanade? Probably right? not, but whatever. <laughs> Let me Google it. I feel like we're not. Get back in touch with the city of Houston and fight for your for your for your deed or whatever it is yeah. that you say. Because they're telling you the opposite. Bitch, it's it's not, not, it doesn't even sound like it's the photographers that are standing right. up. Oh, good. Ew. It's not the photographers that's fucking uh, fucking y'all over as much as the city is because they're telling y'all that these niggas can do whatever the fuck they want. So I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> you need to start putting your, yourself in harm's way going out there and arguing with people, especially yes. over their kids. Because that lady, first of all, she sounded like she may have been Bahamian or Trini. I don't know where she might have oh, been from. go off, sis. But that lady could have absolutely hit you with a smooth <laughs> uppercut for stepping in front of her baby like that. And I think she would have been without, well within her right. Okay, and I'm not seeing no problem with that. You could just dial down on the racism. And that would be fine as well. I saw the video when she tried to slap the camera out that man's. It was like, yo, white women are really out their fucking minds. Twice. You know you're on public property right now. Remember when the city told you this was public property? That means I can film you. There's no expectation of privacy out here in the public. You know where there is? Inside your house on your property where you could be right now, but you wanted to be a dumbass bitch and stop your fucking car. They're just mad. We're not even in your fucking way. (laughs) 
Wow, man. Wow. Fucking poor bitches coming you know what? in and having fun in our esplanade. I can't wait. Next time I'm going to Houston, I'm taking all of my nigger ass friends. We having something. a photo shoot on the esplanade. We going. going we going. Upside down twerk on one of them trees. <laughs> And I'm filming the whole thing. No, you can't get up the grass. They own the grass, but they oh, don't own the esplanade. Oh. So you get to stay off the grass. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck they do not? Man, fuck her. So that was my read for this week. I thought that that was absolutely disgusting behavior, but not shocking at all. And apparently it's not even the first time that she's done it. Wow, so, really? Yeah. I was going to say, maybe that's why her husband left. And it's it. definitely not the first <laughs> And it's definitely not the first time that it's happened in this area. But, right. you know, telling some woman in her bridal gown and her fiancé to move the fuck out your way because you're trying to walk your dog <laughs> is different than trying to fight somebody's daddy because they're taking a picture of a 12-month-old baby. Like, you have to really... <laughs> and literally weren't even in your way. You weren't even going nowhere. You stopped to argue with them. Psycho. No this is just so Southwestern. The driving with no shoes on is just so... <laughs> just go be rich somewhere. Ugh, fuck her. And these niggers take their ass back down Ooh. to the fucking Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I don't know who... This is not fucking Sugarland. Go the fuck home. <laughs> I know she said something terrible. I know she did. When she got back in the car. <laughs> she was so... She kept swinging at that man simply because he was recording her. Woo! Oh no, girl. Mm, mm, no. All right. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Don't forget to check out Spotify. Like if you said, February isn't just about, you know, the big sports ball game. On Spotify, there are thousands of free sports podcasts that agonize over all the latest rumors, predictions, and hot takes from some of your favorite games' biggest names. So take it one episode at a time and give 110% of your attention to the thousands of free sport sports casts. <laughs> I like them. Start saying that. I think that's a word. So many free sports casts on Spotify. Go check them out. Yeah, guys. Um, uh, make sure that, oh, well, the show on Saturday is sold out. Oh, yay. We'll see y'all Saturday. Where is Can't it? Can't wait for that. Town Hall. Okay. Um, but there is a pop-up that is being hosted by Asante that day as well. I believe the information Thanks. is on our Instagram. So if you don't have a ticket to the show, but you want to get some merch, or you just want to not have to worry about the line when you get to the venue, <laughs> you can pop up at the pop-up, grab some stuff. I think there's some new items and stuff that we just got uh, made up. So That'll be fun. Fun. Go and check it out. You never know. Somebody special may pop up or whatever. May, will Link be making an appearance? Uh, there wasn't anything on the budget for Link, so she... <laughs> Link was like, I mean, I talked to Alex and the money wasn't looking right. It just wasn't. So be home. She gave very much the Blue Ivy. Why? <laughs> Blue Ivy walked in that room like, what the fuck? Get out. <laughs> fuck. Beyonce, I told you I want one fucking day this week. No cameras. <laughs> I told the both of you that when I got home from that aftercare, screech. I wanted these cameras gone. I live. And they just I laugh told at her. Niggas. She was like, <laughs> blue. <laughs> I love she just oh she loves them kids oh the best okay are we done yes um the acronym this week is um who Chile J the mm. what I said what the second word is like. whatever 
Bye, guys. Have so much fun and, and be blessed and things like that. Watch Steven Universe and Sex Education oh, and man. possibly Umbrella Academy. And then I'm going to watch Russian Doll. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.